Do you want to learn more and solve mystery cases and learn what might actually happen to the missing people? Or are you generally bored and want something to listen to? Whichever it is, you are in the right place. Buckle up for a new episode of Miss Mystery, the podcast that discovers different unsolved mysterious cases. Now, here's your host, Jen Yu Lee, and I hope you will enjoy for what's coming up next. Welcome. Today we are going to talk about the disappearance of the Malaysia Airlines Flight 370. So let's get to the background of it. On March 8, 2014, at 12:42 a.m., a Boeing 777, operated by Malaysia Airlines, took off from Kuala Lumpur to Beijing. Harik Hamid, the first officer, was flying the airplane. He was 27 years old. This was a training flight for him. But also the last one, he was soon to be fully certified. His trainer was a pilot in command, a man named Zohari, who was 53, was one of the most senior captains of Malaysia Airlines. In the cabin, there were ten flight attendants. All of them were Malaysian. They had 227 passengers to take care of. This includes five children. Most of the passengers were Chinese, while the rest were Malaysian, Indonesian, Australian, India, and more. Up in the cockpit that night, while the first officer Hamid flew the airplane, Captain Zahari handled the radios. The arrangement was standard, but Zahari's transmission was a little bit unusual. At 1 a.m., Zahari's radio that they had leveled off at 35,000 feet. At 1:08 a.m. The flight crossed the Malaysian coastline and set out across the South China Sea in the direction of Vietnam. Zahari again reported the plane's level of 35,000 feet. 11 minutes later, which is around 1:19 a.m., as the airplane closed in on the waypoint near the start of Vietnam, the controller of Kuala Lumpur Center radioed, "Malaysia 370, contact Ho Chi Minh." One two zero. This morning, night. Good night. Sahari answered. Good night. Malaysia three seven zero. He did not repeat the frequency as he should have, but otherwise the transmission sounded normal. However, this was the last word heard from MH three seven zero. The last voice communication at one nineteen a.m. and at one twenty one a.m. the plane's transponder was switched off. Just as the plane was about to enter Vietnam's air force over the South China Sea, at 1:30 a.m., Malaysian military and civilian radar began tracking the airplane as it turned around and flew southwest over the Malay Peninsula and the northwest over Strait of Malacca. At 2:22 a.m., Malaysian military radar lost contact with the plane over the Andaman Sea. Even though they lost contact, but they can still detect the plane. But at 8:11 a.m., they cannot detect the plane anymore, and this eventually led to the disappearance of Boeing 777, with 227 passengers and 12 crews. On March 15, the search began. The search stretched from Java southward into the Indian Ocean, southwest of Australia, and the other stretching northward across Asia to Turkmenistan. 
but that's not all. The search also expanded onto the Indian Ocean southwest of Australia, on the Southern Arc, Southeast Asia, Western China, and other places. On March 24th, Malaysian Prime Minister Najib Razak announced a flight crash into a remote part of the Indian Ocean southwest of Australia, and it is unlikely that anyone on the board survived. However, they did not stop the search. On April 6, an Australian ship detected several acoustic pings, possibly from Boeing 777's black box. This might be a turning point in discovering what might happen to the plane by finding the black box, but sadly, it was never found. Even if we found the black box today, it isn't likely that it will ever work because the battery already ran out. Just adding a little fact, batteries of black box can only last around 30 days after the crash. So even if we found it today, the black box will even turn on. Now let's take a quick break and we will talk about the debris, what happened afterward, and the theories. Welcome back. So now we are going to discuss the debris. On July 29, 2015, the right wing was discovered on the beach of the French island of Reunion. Over the next year and a half, 26 more pieces of debris were found on the shores of um, South Africa, Madagascar, and other places. Three out of 26 pieces were positively identified as coming from the flight. Two pieces came from the cabin interior, and 17 pieces were thought to have likely come from the plane. So what happened afterwards? On July 2018, the Malaysian government issued that its final report on Flight 370 disappearance. However, the investigator could not determine why the flight disappeared. So we're going to move on to the theories. There are four different theories. So the first one is the pilot suicide by the 53-year-old Zahari in a planned act of mass murder. The second theory suggests that MH370 was either captured by the U.S. and then flown to the U.S. military base on the atoll of Diego Garcia in the British Indian Ocean Territory, or that the plane landed on the base directly after being instructed to travel there. And the third theory, the cockpit fire, which is the most plausible theories that comes from the pilot Chris Goodfellow, who suggests that the fire in the cockpit led to the captain to turn to the west towards Palau Langwani, a nearby airstrip. Goodfellow thinks the pilots could have passed out due to inhaling smoke, which the plane was just flying for hours until it ran out of fuel and then crashed. It's a great theory, except that it lacks for any solid evidence to support it. And the last one is a Russian special ops who took in. There, there may be hijacking that happened, which they had access to the first cabin, first class cabin. A well-trained hijacker could have pulled the plane's electronics apart and then fixed some data that researchers could have easily tried to pinpoint the path of a flight. 
Well, it is unlikely that hijackers would have flown to a plane to the Southern Indian Ocean and then crashed. In the end, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help to support this podcast, please, please share it with others. Post it on social media or leave a rating and review.